Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself no matter what life throws at you? You are not alone. I've spent the last 6 years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice. Give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hello everyone, welcome to Show Up with Priyanka. This is your host Priyanka Khandalkar and I'm so so excited for today's guest and uh, I always feel like it's amazing to always have someone with a very with one of the expertise uh when we start our journey in entrepreneurship and we begin our growth journey we reach a certain point where we are like okay how can i leverage media more and oh this is sometimes long time back um uh, i was uh, going through an interview which oprah winfrey said and she always mentioned like media like being on media is such a huge thing on your entrepreneur journey because when you are in a media it's just like uh, it's like it has like that spiral effect <laughs> so i always was very amazed with media and that's why i started podcast today and today's guest is all about like she has been in media for some time and she brings that expertise now to help other entrepreneurs so i'm so so excited to invite ashley bernardi to my podcast today let me officially introduce ashley ashley is the founder of powerhouse media relations firm called Nardi Media where she works with corporations brands entrepreneurs and non-profits in obtaining high profile placements in broadcast print and online media she's trained as a journalist at CBS news nationally syndicated program energy now on bloomberg and washington post live she has a natural ear for a story and a journalist passion for research the traumatic death of her father at a young age and the diagnosis of lyme disease and postpartum depression after the birth of her third child deepened her passion for health wellness and spirituality and taught her how to access her own authentic power to heal her life she is a certified life designer and received her certificate in the science of well-being from yale university in addition ashley hosts the award winning podcast two girls talking with a friend uh, the oldest child in a proud military family she was born in schweinfurt germany and has lived and worked in new york city and washington dc she currently resides in northern virginia with her family and ashley is a frequently featured expert in the media including forbes great day washington good day dc and more welcome ashley that was a long long <laughs> introduction oh priyanka thank you i'm like okay well my interview's done now you read all about me <laughs> i know it's like uh, i love when we have to summarize everything and like just uh, even to hear right sometimes when people are telling you just like feel proud of yourself how far you have come right it's just like there's so much we want to talk right and so much we want to have in the introduction but i love to like um, i love to bring this question up to you ashley which is what are the core values that has driven you inside your business in your life 
even the people you are talking to, I'm sure we both share a lot of same core values. That's why we are on this call together. So I, I love to know, like, what are those core values? Oh, that is such an important question. And for anyone that is a business owner, if you haven't defined your values, it's something so important that you should do. So I'll tell you a couple of mine, and these are values that I share Um, not just with me, but also with my team. So they can see my reason why I started my company and do the work that I do. So family is my main value. First and foremost, I started Nardi Media because I wanted more flexibility. I was a former journalist who, um, you know, traveled the world covering breaking news stories. But when I started having kids, I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I want to be home to raise my baby. So how can I keep my hands in the media Um, and still kind of working in the news, but not being at the mercy of the news cycle and being on call for when news breaks. And so that's where I found PR. And, um, I started at a, at a PR firm, um, and that I, that I love, and I found that I loved doing PR, but what I didn't love was that, um, everyone was required to be in the office at all times. There was no flexibility to work from home. You had to be at the mercy of these hours from nine to six. And I took a step back and I was like, first of all, I can do this on my own. (laughs) Second, I can do this from home. And third, um, these hours, like these, these nine to six hours for PR really don't work because I found that if you are working in PR, you're also working like a journalist. So you're at the mercy of, of the news cycle. And sometimes PR requires me to be up at 6 a.m. and pitch the media, which I did this morning. Um, mm-hmm. It sometimes requires you to be on a later um, call. And so I didn't agree with that, like in office hours when it really is kind of working in pockets. And that worked better mm-hmm. for me anyway, because that's what I wanted to be a parent too. So family was my foundation. When I launched my company, I launched it in my kids' basement playroom, surrounded like by babies all around me. <laughs> and I, I started with one client. And it was incredible. I like, he had come to me, it was launching a book. And in three months time, I got him on 55 zero media placements. And that's almost wow. unprecedented, but it was that first happy client. My first client was a happy client. And from then the referrals started rolling in. So family is one of the foundations for my companies because I wanted the flexibility to be with my kids and it still is. So like one of my um, things, one of my like things that I do every single day and it's, and I could pay somebody else to do this, but I don't want to, I want to mm-hmm. be at my kid's bus stop every single day at three 30 PM. It's a non-negotiable half hour that I have my assistant block for me. And I am there to go receive them from the bus. So they see their mom. I take them, I get them their snacks. Sometimes I go back to work, but family first and foremost is so important. But that also means not just like my blood family, but treating my colleagues and my clients as family as well. So what does that look like? That really means that we're caring and compassionate for each other. If we need to have difficult conversations, we do so in a safe way that's very loving and communicative and and, um, we hear both sides. And so um, family is just a value for me across the board. Another value for me in my business is enthusiasm. I have a very enthusiastic personality and I'm one of those people that like 
if I do something, I love it. And if I like it, I'm probably not going to do it. But if I love it, I'm really going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I do what I love at Nardi Media. Like I, I eat, sleep and breathe media relations. <laughs> I dream about it. And, and, and I, it's my fourth baby. And so I, one of my values is, is, is enthusiasm. And, and I always tell my colleagues, like we treat our clients, we are our clients' biggest cheerleaders. And I want them to feel that enthusiasm. I want them to feel it in the emails that we send them. I want them to feel it on the Zoom calls that we're on with them or in person. <laughs> but I want us to be, it is, it is, it is so paramount that we are just as enthusiastic about their brands, their books, their missions as they are, because we're essentially the ones that go out and sell their content and their thought leadership to the media. So enthusiasm is another big value of mine. And then I'll share one more value and then I'll stop myself. <laughs> but the, the, the final one I'll share, and I think this is very important in, for what I do is urgency. So we at Nardi Media have a nose for news. We understand the value of urgency because we work in the news cycle. And at, if you watch the news, you know, if you're watching CNN or you read, read the news, news is constantly changing minute to minute these days. Everything is urgent. And if you are not at the cusp of what is happening in the world and in the know, you're going to miss opportunities, which is another reason why urgency is a big value of ours. And we don't just operate it like that in the news cycle. I also understand that like, if we have a client pitch, we don't just sit on it. And if it's newsy, we get it out immediately. We take urgent action. And that, that value of urgency actually comes from my career working as a journalist for nearly a decade, because everything was urgent every single day. And I've taken that value with me because I've seen how far it goes. I know there's a lot of PR firms that don't have that sense of urgency and they might be missing placements for their clients because they don't have that. So Mm -hmm. those are my three I'll share right now and I'll stop myself, but I feel like I could go on. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love those pieces actually. So family is something which has been spoken here before, but I think the urgency is new here in the core values. Like That has not been spoken before. And this is something my own experience. I was working with a client as her, uh, I normally go as their director of operations, like right-hand person. And uh, one of the things, what I found was the misalignment. Mm. I am very fast and I'm very, because I come from automotive industry. I was working as an engineer. So I work like super fast on solving problems. Yeah. So when I was working with a small business owner and they could not run at the same speed as me. And they came back saying, you are too fast. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. Like when you understand that even the clients we work with, if the core values doesn't match, it doesn't going to work for a long time. Right. It's not about like working with everyone, but are you working with your core client or your idle clients? I think uh, that's why I think core values are so important. And I love that you mentioned that how family negotiations and uh, urgency is very important when you're talking to them. And um, I love the family piece because I feel like for us moms, family is such a big part of it. Like mm-hmm. when even we are going, and some of us, like that is our motivation when we started our entrepreneurship journey. So you said you started with when you're, you had your first kid or second kid? I had had my second kid. So my okay. first kid, after my first kid is when I decided to leave the news business. And then after my yeah. second kid was when I decided to just leave cor- the corporate world. And that's when I really 
got the bug to do this on my own. I will say though, you know, my mom is also an entrepreneur. So I had grown up watching her run a business, a very successful business while having, you know, she had two children at home. So I had that foundation in me and, um, I, it was always something that I wanted to do. It was just a matter of when, and it was also a matter of getting over the fear of like, can I really do this? Right. Once I did, I was like, Oh, I can do this. And now I will never look back. I will never (laughs) work for anyone else ever again. Sorry, everyone, but I am my own (laughs) boss for the rest of my life. Love it. And how old are your kids, Ashley? So now they are 11 eight and six. So my, I've been in business now and, and then my fourth baby, Nardi Media <laughs> has been in business, um, since 2015. So about seven, it'll be seven years at the end of, um, January, 2022. Wow. That is so amazing, Ashley. So Ashley, I would love to know, like, was family the only reason you started with the entrepreneurship journey, or you were also done with the hustle of like, just being there all the time I- in corporate? Yeah. I mean, there was family was the main reason, um, because I just felt like I knew I could do this on my own without, um, having someone to tell me what to do. I also mm-hmm. wanted the freedom and flexibility to pick my clients. And now right. so many of my clients, because I have, as you, you know, you meant in my bio, I have a deep interest in health, wellness, spirituality, science. Um, mm-hmm. so a lot of my clients are MDs, PhD, psychiatrists, psychologists, academia, where my interests lie. And that's very important for me to choose clients that I am personally passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other reason why I wanted to start my journey was uh, entrepreneurial journey was I really missed the news business and I wanted to be more closely tied to it. And, but I knew I couldn't be in it. I, I, I tried, you know, I did um, some, uh, I did freelance work with the Washington post when I was, when I had a baby baby and I loved it, but I, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. My, I mean, I love journalism, Mm -hmm. but just because of my, me having a family, I knew that I couldn't be at the mercy of a news cycle. So doing PR and, and actually doing it on my own was a way for me to keep my relationships with my, with the members of the media still operate like a journalist because I'm mm-hmm. delivering them stories that they need, but not have to worry about reporting to work at four in the morning for a news show and worry about booking a guest. So I'm essentially, I flipped it and now I'm being of service to the news outlets because I'm providing them with incredible guests and incredible content. So that's another reason why um, I was motivated to start my own business. And the other one is I just really wanted flexibility and freedom to create my own schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those, those in that, I think that like the, the thinking that like those in office hours, nine to 6 PM sitting on your butt, working at a computer is so archaic and it's, it's, it doesn't work at least for me. And I work in different, I work in pockets and I take a lot of breaks throughout the day and I'll go on a walk. If I find that I have a lull in my calendar and I work really hard. I'm like you, when I work, I work fast. I've gotten like (laughs) today, I got like and workaholic, right? And super yeah, workaholic. Well, yes, but that is good. Being a workaholic, I've also realized like it's important to pause and not work mm-hmm. so much. And so, like, I pick my kids up at the bus stop. I'll go and walk my local lake. I'll go for a run. I take care of my body. I take care of myself because if I can't take care of myself first, how am I going to take care of my company and my kids? So, there's a lot of self care spread throughout my day also to ensure that I'm at optimal speed for my team and my family and myself. 
So powerful. So awesome. So actually, I would love to know, you said 2015 was when you started, right? Yeah. So what has been your milestones? If you can remember, like you, was it like milestone as per the five figure, six figure, seven figure, whatever, like money was your milestone or was it like achieving certain goals that you had set in the start? Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. So for me, money has never been a milestone, but I've reached like optimal, like I've, I've gotten, like I've exceeded, let me just say, I've exceeded my expectations on the financial part of this, but that was never the motivation. Um, the motivation was, can I get the bookings that I think I can get, um, that I got at the other PR firm I was at? Like my, my driving force was, can I, can I get successfully place my clients on the Today Show, on Good Morning America, on CNN. And as I went on, I found that the answer was yes. Not only can I do that, I do it really darn fast and I'm really good at it. And in addition to that, I found that, you know, just, you know, I mentioned TV placements, but, and when I first started, I, I said, oh, I'm just going to do broadcast placements because that's really where my comfort level is. But mm -hmm. then I found that, if I expanded to print online and podcast, I challenged myself there because I was like, oh my God, if I can do TV, that's actually the hardest one to book, truly. <laughs> so if I can do that, I can do the others. And so I started expanding there and I was like, whoa, there. And then suddenly we had clients in the New York Times and the Washington Post and Newsweek and Time Magazine. I mean, you name it, we've had clients everywhere. So I like that was one of my, uh, my biggest motivation was like the success for my clients. That's where I get my energy from is like, oh my God, there's nothing better than waking up and watching one of my clients on the Today Show <laughs> or reading a Newsweek article featuring mm -hmm. their expertise or their guest byline article. That's my motivation. And that has been my motivation throughout the entire seven years of working. Love it. And then Ashley, what would you say? What was your mindset? Like where were the places in your own journey where you had some mindset shift you had to do because there was a block around sales, marketing, operations, or just hiring team members? Like what were those pieces in your own journey, which you were like, okay, this is something hardwired into me, whether it's from past traumas or how you are grown up like that you had to overcome. Yeah. You know, um, there's a couple of things that come to mind. The first thing was that, um, about a year into my business, I was faced with a health crisis that hit me over my head. Um, I was um, diagnosed with Lyme disease for a long time. It was a mystery illness, but at the same time, I was also diagnosed with postpartum depression. So, I mean, I was bedridden out for the count and was like, how am I going to run this company? And at this point, it's, it was really starting to grow. And what I, I found and what I'm grateful for was that I kept working. Um, and sometimes I would even work from bed because that, that was, that was my motivator for healing. Um, I mean, there were a lot of other healing things that came, went on along the way, but I, I kept working throughout that period, um, because it, it helped my mental health. Otherwise I would have just been in bed, like just woe is me. And this way I was able to still like work for my bed, get, I still got great bookings <laughs> and like no, no client relations or bookings suffered that time. And what's interesting is even though I, while I was going through this health crisis, I, um, I look back, I didn't even tell my team 
or my clients, what I was experiencing. And I wonder, I, I, you know, in hindsight, I wonder if that was the right thing to do. Um, because now I'm so open about my healing journey and people who are like, Oh my God, I had no idea this happened to you. Um, but I, I look also back at the time and it was a very private journey. I mean, postpartum depression is something that mm-hmm. you just don't talk about until you're ready to talk about. So I give myself grace for that. Um, but it's just something I look back and I'm like, okay, that was definitely a milestone that I overcame. But the other thing that I think is very important, and I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs can relate to this is, and this, these are lessons that I learned time and time again, is about hiring the right team. So they always say you hire slow and you fire fast, and that could not be more true. And over the years, I have developed, I've been so blessed to just carefully curate a team that's very similar to my personality. They share my values of of enthusiasm, of family, of of communication, of urgency. Many of them have similar backgrounds to me. Um, What I'm finding that's so exciting is that I'm employing a lot of moms that I love Mm. that quit their jobs like me, um, wanted the more freedom and flexibility. They work from home for me and they're former journalists too. So it's, it's pretty amazing how I've been able to attract like-minded people. But again, I will say that now I'm very, very, very slow to hire. I make sure that I check all the references. I always prefer to have a team member that is a direct referral of somebody I know. And so I'm always asking around for, you know, strong qualified publicists that, that they might think of, but, um, that is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in these seven years. And very important milestone for me is that your team is, um, an extension of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to train them and to mentor them. And you just want to make sure that they are the right fit. So they're there for a long time and they want to grow with you and see that success with your clients. So, um, those are, those are two things that, that come to my mind with that question. I love that. And actually how many team members you have currently? Oh gosh, right now, probably about 15, 15. And do you like, do you manage the clients? Like each one of them have one client? Like, how do you, how it is really it depends because, um, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. So it, it really depends. Each of them will have, it depends. Some of them have one, some mm. of them have a couple. It depends on the client account and also like how big of an account it is. How much work are we doing? Is it only TV? Is it full service? So it, it depends across the board, but I've been so blessed to be put in place like my publicist. So it's me. And then I have my managing director. I have several publicists. We have PR admins. We also have an operations manager. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a writing team, like we have a whole great network in place where we're all supporting each other. And the thing that I love is that we're still, we're a small, but mighty team, but because Mm -hmm. we're small and I always say this, we're small, but we always will be for a reason that I love to have FaceTime with each and every one of my clients. I, I, I want to have that rapport with, I want them to know my face and know that I am there directing their account. And that's one of the biggest differentiators between me and like another PR firm is that most big PR firms that you hire, you're not going to ever get the owner. And, no. and it, <laughs> if you're at Nardi Media, you're always going to get the owner mm-hmm. and you're always going to have me pitching, writing pitches, helping support the lead publicist. And that's something that I just love, 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 love doing. And I think that's one of our biggest differentiators too. I love that, Ashley. So let's say, Ashley, someone wants to come and work with you, right? To be like featured on this different media. Like, when do you think 
would be the right time for them to approach? Like, is there a particular clients you work with? Yeah. So this is a great question. I actually get this question all the time. Like when is the right time to start PR? Well, Mm -hmm. I have a couple answers for that. So the first, the first thing is you have to, you, the, the business owner needs to have your why, why are you going to be doing PR? And when people come to me and they're just like, I want to be famous. I'm like, eh, red flag. (laughs) I want to know what is your message that you have to share with the world? What, what, what is it? Do you want to increase your thought leadership? Are you hoping to, um, drive interest to increase book sales? And then I always find that when I have a conversation about PR, Um, And the question is, what's my ROI? What's my ROI? I have to remind people that PR gets people interested and creates awareness, exposure, and credibility for yourself and your brand, but it doesn't always lead to sales. It gets people interested in you and your work, but PR is not sales. That's a separate thing right? We're really the awareness builders. We're the the people that get, we're the ones that get people excited about you by creating Mm -hmm. positive media around you and your work. So you have to get really clear on your why. So it could be, maybe it's like, I just want to increase my thought leadership. I want people to know about my brand and my service offerings. That's great. Sounds like you're clear on your goal then. Then you can start PR so long as you have your website and your service offerings, but you can't just launch a, a company with no services or just not, not with your goals in line and expect to get PR. And you need mm-hmm. to be very, very clear on your messaging, or it's just going to be confused messaging that you share with the media. So I think that's the one thing that I'll, that I'll share about that. Um, the other thing is that I, in terms of like what people can be doing or what they should be thinking about before they start PR. And these are like very, very simple things, but making sure your website's working, making sure you're so you're active mm-hmm. on social media, PR, um, media now more than ever relies on their guest experts to have social media accounts. I actually had somebody ask me today, like, Oh, I deactivated my social media account, but I'm launching a book. Do I need to have social media? And my answer is yes. Yes. Producers, reporters, and editors look for this because they want to see cross promotion. So make Mm -hmm. sure that you're active on social media too. And in terms of the types of clients that I work with, well, I love working with entrepreneurs because I am one specifically. I love working with women business owners also because I am one even more specifically. I love working with moms who are women business owners. So I find that a lot of my clients are like me and we share personal interests. And like I said, I'm also, um, I love working in academia. So I've worked with so many universities and university press, um, with the book books that they have coming out. And I love working with nonfiction and fiction book authors too. Um, so that's, you know, like you can see behind me, I have so many <laughs> books and like, these are the books that we've promoted here at Nardi Media. And those are, um, and if you look at my bookshelf, it's a lot of it is science, health, wellness, spirituality, leadership, mother, parenting, um, <laughs> the psychology. I mean, you can see the common theme, but this, it's like, these are all Ashley's interests right behind me. I love that. And I, I love that, uh... I'm thinking of having a bookshelf. We just moved here from Michigan, Ashley. So, but yeah, I love that. I love like, like how you help and you're so specific with whom you help. I think that is so important for entrepreneurs. But when we get specific, like there's no way that you can't grow. I think it's just like, once you get very specific and your messaging is specific. And I love that when you were so specific about what are the people you are trying to attract, but also where they need to be. And what their goals need to be, because like being like fame and impact are two different things, right? So I think 
I just love it. So I think one of the questions actually, like based on the introduction we did, like how podcast and your new book, how mm. that came into picture with your business, the media business you're doing here with Nardi Media. So I would love to know like how all these three pieces together. Yeah, it's so so the the book and my podcast are um I would say passion projects of mine but definitely play into Nardi Media. Um and I'll start I'll start with the book. So the book um Authentic Power Give Yourself Permission to Feel was born out of the pandemic when I found that we were faced with all these feelings of uncertainty, of grief, of despair of anxiety. And I was like, Oh my God, I've been here before. And it was when I was going through my health crisis while I was building my business at the same time. And so I said, wow, I think I can write about my healing journey in hopes to help others. But the other beautiful part of this is that a majority of the people I interviewed over 20 healing change makers in my book, a majority of them have been my clients. So it's almost like an ode and Testament to my clients, because I felt it was so important to give them a voice because so many of them have helped me and my healing journey. And so what I did during the pandemic was interview them. And it's like, I'm putting this book together. It's going to be about my healing journey, but I want to talk about how you helped me heal and what advice you might have for other people um, to heal. And so I interviewed all those 20 experts. I compiled it into the book. I shared my story of healing and that's how authentic power was born. I would never have been able to get there had I not had Nardi Media, because I I realized that I have access to some of the greatest healers and change makers in the world. And I'm so honored to have worked with them. And I wanted to compile all of their, their wisdom into these pages to help others. So without Nardi Media, Authentic Power would have never been born. And it's pretty much the same for the podcast too. The podcast stems from my journalism career and me wanting to, you know, I was on TV, both behind and on screen. And I was like, how can I continue to fuel my passion for the media? And um, I felt like media relations, getting my clients media placements wasn't enough. And so I launched my podcast and now my podcast is an award-winning podcast. And guess what? I get to interview all my clients on it. So (laughs) it all, it all kind of works together in a beautiful way. Love it. Love it. This is so awesome, Ashley. So I think uh, we are at the end of the interview and I would love to know, like, if someone wants to connect with you to learn about the book, even to work with you, to learn about podcasts, can you just, of course, I will putting all this information in the show notes, but I would love for you to like, just, uh, if you can go through that quickly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So my, um, Nardi media's website is Nardi N A R D I media.com. So Nardi media.com. You can also find more information out about my book, authentic power, give yourself permission to feel on my personal website. That's Ashley A S H L E Y Bernardi B E R N A R D I.com. And you can also find information out about Nardi media there too. Love it. Love it, Ashley. And last thing, Ashley, I would love to know, like with your new book, like what is that one transformation you're looking for? Oh, me personally? Uh, For, that's a good question. (laughs) But for your clients, like for your readers. For my readers. readers. Oh, yes. (laughs) I understand. That's a great question. I want this book. This is the book that I wish I had had when I was going through my health crisis while I was launched, while I was trying to grow my business. So this is my, this is me hoping that readers, no matter what you're, what type of adversity you're going through, if you're a business owner, 
who's trying to grow a business, if you're someone who's lost a job, if you're going through a death or divorce or a loss of any type, a health crisis, this is the book that I hope you read will, that will give you hope that these moments, these, these, these trials and tribulations that you go through in life are only temporary. And my hope is that this book offers the tools to help you move through and process the adversity that you're going through because we are all resilient. So important. I think being resilient is such a big, uh, one of the things we all entrepreneurs have, right? We just don't stop. (laughs) We don't. It's in in like my skin grows thicker by the day. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And it's like, uh, you think back to the time I have been to the hardest, right? Like this is nothing. And uh, I just love that. So thank you so much, Ashley, for being here today. I had so much fun. I learned so much from you. I think, uh, whether it's like spirit spirituality journey, we as an entrepreneur, we go through even like our own growth in our business, what is our next level? And you like really talking about media, how that can help to also help to make more impact in others' life with our own expertise or unique uh, purpose we have in this life. So I love to go through all of that. And you have such a beautiful heart and the way you are impacting is beautiful and massive and so inspiring. So thank you, Ashley, for being on my show today. Thank you, Priyanka. It's been such an honor. Thank you for this gift. Thank you. So today we only had this much time with Ashley. If you want to learn more about Ashley, please do go through her website, connect with her on social media. I will be putting all that in the social uh, on the show notes. Until then, talk to you soon. And as Ashley said, keep that hope alive. And uh, there's always that next opportunity. There's always that next hope. And uh, hope you get to read the book, uh, book of Ashley's and find that hope too for yourself. Talk to you all soon. Take care. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.